freshman walked into a bar. What followed was no joke. Oh no. What followed was a serious conversation about current affairs, fantasy literature, and the only constant is that they constantly went off topic. Hello and welcome to Tangential Diatribe. My name is Ronan V. With me, as always, is Leif Jor. Leif, how are you? I'm good. Quick, how's, sorry, what? How's no? You, how's you live been? Great. Good? Jesus. Nice. I was <laughs> literally about to say, Leif, just up top, was that not the smoothest opening I've ever done? No, it wasn't. And you ruined it. Of course I did. You absolutely ruined it. Isn't that what we do? Leif, this is a fantasy podcast about literature. Mm-hmm. No sci-fi, no nothing else. Wait, I, what? It's called Tangential Diatribe. Normally we go off on tangents. Not this week. No? Not this week, because we're dealing with a very serious conversation. Before we get to that, though, quick yeah. question. Yeah? The fact that the Earth's core mm-hmm. started spinning in a different direction. When? Like, last week. Do you not remember this? No. It was in some of the news. How drunk were you? No, it was in some of the news. Sure. I literally just looked it up again. But the Earth's core, okay. it started spinning the opposite way. And apparently this happens every now and again. Okay. Sure. It just stops mm-hmm. and then goes the other way. Okay. Shouldn't that be bigger news? I didn't even know. So I must have missed it. Are you fucking with me? No, it literally happened. <laughs> apparently last time it happened, I think, was in the 1940s. Or okay. 1970s. Or maybe in the 1970s and 1940s. But the, the point is... It's connected to the flower like, power hippie movement? <laughs> anyway, that's freaking terrible. <laughs> anyway, the Earth, the rotation... Because you know it spins. Yeah. Electromagnetism or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, just on that. Mm-hmm. Quick question. So, uh, no, what was that about? The moon. Remember we once had a conversation about how many moons are too many moons? Oh, there's never too many moons. There's but did always... we ever answer that question? Well, we know that it has to be at least three. Right, yeah. So but we're too short. How many moons is too many moons, though? Probably, Four. yeah, like above a hand, above five. Like it's, it's too like many. Too many to count. It's annoying if you don't. It's look fast. Like you know? practically though, yeah. how many moons is too many moons for it rips the Earth apart? Or it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't does it have to? It rip doesn't. The Earth does apart? it? Because other planets have it. Yeah. That's kind of mad. Yeah, I was speaking to somebody the other day, and they were telling me about the moon, and I was like, "Oh God, you you sound." quite intelligent you know we're having a serious conversation here like yeah and one day the moon's just going to crash into us and I was like well that's not true <laughs> well if it is it's going to be on a uh, such a time scale that it doesn't matter well no the moon the moon is moving away from us yeah, okay then even worse yeah. the moon is sick of our shit yeah and it's sense. moving away to, uh, from us like I think it's like a fair like, couple of hundred meters a year okay maybe a couple of miles I don't know just guessing yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. much. But it's definitely moving away from us. Okay. Not towards us. Isn't the... Um, Do you think that's because it's had enough of our shit? Isn't the, the both of the, the stellar objects moving kind of... They're sometimes closer, sometimes further away. And then the yeah. wobbliness and stuff. So are you sure it's actually but moving the, away The moon constantly? is constantly moving away. Okay. The gravitational pull of the sun is stronger than us. Okay. So, like, it's just tiny incremental, yeah, okay. but it's... Do you know what's also mad? Okay. Like... Like, on a universal scale, the chances, (coughs) excuse me, that we live in a period Mm -hmm. where we can get a full eclipse Mm -hmm. are, like, astronomically minute. Because the moon has to be a certain distance from the sun. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you go to other planets, you generally don't get it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we live in a time where we get a full solar eclipse, like, the moon is just far enough away Mm -hmm. that eclipses the sun fully... 
Like okay. if you think about that, yeah, the fact that the moon is moving yeah, away this, and the moon is of a size. Yeah. Well, isn't that mad when you think about that? Yeah, but at the same time, the time frame you're talking about is still like what two hundred thousand years. No, but isn't that insane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like the Earth is five and a half billion years old. Yeah. Did you see the green comet? No, oh, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to look for it, but I couldn't see it. Clouds. Cool. I was hoping for like I don't know kryptonite. Right. It's green, it's green at least. Oh, shit. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. What age are you? Doesn't matter. <laughs> you're you're fairly old. I'm yeah. fairly old. We're both. Well, I'm white. You're white-ish. Hmm? You're mocha. I think. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. What do you? You'd be like a skinny white latte. What? I don't that know. Sounds insulting in a different way. Anyway. So. We're of an age. Yeah. We're both both white-ish in your case. We're Western. Ish. We're males. Ish. Yeah. So I thought we'd pick a topic this week that spoke to both our strength, both our strengths. Yeah, of course. Something we are experts on. Yeah. yeah. Um, something which I think uh, it's okay for us to speak about. Yeah, yeah. So in history. Yeah. This is how it's been done. This is how you get together the most qualified, the mm-hmm. most legal. Uh, savvy experts yep. to vote on these things, to set rules and laws on the, li- yep. on the land for these things. So, of course, we're going to be talking about... Before we get into that, can I tell you something researching this? And I'll set it up okay. that I found out. And this is a mad thing. Mm-hmm. You know the story of Little Red Riding Hood? Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, little Red Riding Hood goes with his granny. Mm-hmm. Granny's been eaten by a wolf. Yeah, big a little Red Riding Hood runs away and the hunter kills mm-hmm. the wolf. Mm-hmm. Did you know that in the original telling, okay. it's Little Red Riding Hood that defeats the wolf. There's no hunter. He was introduced later by the Grim, the Brothers Grimm. So in the original tales, mm-hmm. it was Little Red Riding Hood using her wits and cunning yeah. that uh, outwitted the fu- wolf. That doesn't sound plausible or believable. It's not insane though. <laughs> and I think it speaks to what we're going to talk about, which yeah. is... Uh, women in fantasy and uh, how it's evolved. F- feminism, feminism in fantasy. Well, just for the alliteration, it sounds okay, better. Yeah, sure. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. What 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 do you what do you mean by that, Leif? Uh, so, we did a uh, previous podcast. Uh, yep. Long time ago, about um, so for for instance, for me, uh, uh, female heroes was one of the cool things about fantasy when I started reading because it, they had them mm. same as um, whereas a lot, a lot of other genres did not yeah and it kind of made it more believable mm-hmm. even though yeah yeah and uh, I like an underdog story and yeah. a male or female that's mm-hmm. more more underdog story more better right yeah and then we were thinking about discussion discussing how it's evolved re- recently and because it has it's not the same anymore um, it's fantasy as a genre has exploded there's way more fans into mm-hmm. fantasy of both genders yep. or all genders mm-hmm. and uh, um, there's a new age of uh, heroes coming in yep. to fantasy and portrayals of power and it doesn't have to be gender based mm-hmm. yeah but it is it's interesting to see that it's shifted and it's quite recently it's like 10 15 years yeah that's had this change and i it is you could draw pretty fast parallels to um 
to LGBTQ rights and stuff, right? Okay. To evolve the, how that evolved and how they, they came into fantasy stories yeah. too. Can I? So here's where I came at this when we first talked about mm-hmm. speaking about this. My initial thought was um, fantasy, mm-hmm. sci-fi, whatever, were trendsetters in female empowerment. I think so. Yeah. Right. That that was my initial. That's that was where my benchmark yeah, I was. I was talking like 50s, 60s, 70s. But this is the thing. Like yeah. I thought there were benchmarks. Mm-hmm. I, they've always had female empowerment. Yeah. And like um, trendsetters. I mean, you look at whatever. We'll get into it in a second. Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. I, I looked into it just a little bit further okay. and like when you say fantasy literature mm-hmm. the first author that springs to your mind is Tolkien right so and that, that's the same with everybody yeah, but that's not okay one person yeah. may I finish yeah so and then I, I thought about it and I was like well no like females are pretty well represented in Lord of the Rings nah, uh, not really but <laughs> you think you are they, they, you think they are. I, I, th- I thought they were. Because no. like, I, I remember. Yeah, like, they were Arwen, stories. Eowyn, yeah. you know, these type of characters. And I'm like, great, great, you know, like, no, plucky things. Characters. And then I thought about it a bit more. And I was like, well, Arwen is just the prize for... Um, God, reminds me. Aragorn. Yeah. It's just the prize. Yeah. And what does she do but, like, sort of just die slowly... Then you have Eowyn, mm-hmm. who I was like, well, Eowyn, yeah. she killed the Witch King. Yeah. And I'm like, badass. Mm-hmm. But after that, she immediately goes, no, I'm done with that. Even though before, mm-hmm. she's all about um, the biggest curse of my life that could be would be to just be forgotten, be nothing, have done nothing, yeah. whatever. But immediately after that, she hitches up with Faramir mm-hmm. and she takes the healing people and all of this. And then you look at all the other characters, and the main trait is beautiful. And they always talk about the beauty, not about what they did. And then you look at the Hobbit. Ain't no females in the Hobbit. Unless Smaug was a female, but I don't think he was. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh, that's a bit problematic. You have to wait a long time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, um, there is uh, other authors... Like I, when I was, so this is how I came into fantasy. I came in reading, uh, maybe not the best fantasy. Mm. Like Lord of the Rings was my first fantasy. Yeah, yeah. same. Um, and in those stories, mm. you had thief guilds. Mm. In the thief guilds, yeah, mainly men. Yeah. But every now and then, there was a, a, a woman who did awesome things. I mean, just because she had an extra struggle. Yeah. In that society, mm-hmm. made it more interesting. Made it better. I agree. I just, I just meant. So. Yeah. But it, so there were plenty of stories like that. I do, but I think that came later than the maybe. beginning yeah. of fantasy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It came it came much later. Yeah, so it's like twenty years later or something. Maybe. A little bit later. You think? It's yeah. Fifties like to seventies. When was Tolkien? Fifties. Was it fifties? Yeah. Isn't it? I thought it was a bit earlier. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, you're talking like your Ursula Lake Guin. Le Guin or yeah. Marion Zimmer Bradley's. Yeah. You're talking that. Yeah. That was the proper... Yeah, and yeah. The adventure fantasies. Yeah, so yeah. So those, like, uh, almost... Um, uh, these days, it would be young adult, uh, yes, yeah. adventure tales. I am so sick of fucking young adult. Well, it's because it's such a money market grab. I know it is. And I know everything is young adult, Hunger yeah. Games, bloody Twilight. But it is lazy writing sometimes. I know, but I just... 
when researching this and the yeah. previous topic, yeah. every single article is, oh, feminist literature and young adult uh, fantasy. Yeah. I'm like, what? Because marketing. I know, I know, and I understand it. I'm just so sick of the moniker yeah. of uh, young adult. Yes, when I was a kid, yeah. there were, it didn't exist. No, I know. We had David Eddings, yeah. who now I would go as young adult. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't know that. No. I didn't know that. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Had some great female yeah. characters. Polgara, yeah. the sorceress. Sinedra, the wood nymph queen. Yeah. You know, bit of a badass, bit of yeah. a harpy. Bit I, of a badass. I really like Polgara. I was like, yeah. maybe I can get away with a white thing. One of my favorite scenes yeah. ever was uh this has nothing to do with anything was uh they're on the riverbank mm-hmm. i don't know if you remember this um in the i can't remember the name of the city but it's the serpent city you know the serpent god yep. everybody's bad eye bad guy poisonous whatever and belgarian's just coming into his powers polgar is there and a slave tries to escape mm-hmm. and he jumps in the water and everybody's like oh well, he's dead you know because you know, leeches and whatever. But Bulgarian uses his power and transports the body on. And Bulgaria admonishes him and he turns around and he goes, you would have let him die. And you know, he's coming to terms with everything. You would have let him die. We're done. You and me, we're done. I am done with you. Bulgaria. And then Bulgaria turns around and is like, you're done with me? You know, I watched my sister die for you and all this. And oh, beautiful, beautiful writing. Nice. Set up perfectly. Sorry. Don't do I'm, anything. I'm actually going to introduce those to my daughter soon, I think. Uh, Should man, yeah, yeah, Dave, great, great, yeah, yeah. He's dead, right? Think so. Don't remember, but it yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Otherwise, he'd still be writing because they were pretty prolific. David and Lee yeah. Eddings. Yeah, it was nice. There you go. It's another thing, like um, similar to. Hmm? I hate to bring him up because I bring him up all the time. Similar to David. <laughs> Gemmel, <laughs> uh, David uh, Eddings. Uh-huh. Um, he changed. Like um, the author of his books yeah. to himself and his wife, yeah. to David and Lee Eddings. Yeah. And that was an acknowledgement of the influence that she had had on the books and the editing and the writing yeah, and whatever. And it was similar to David because obviously Stella finished off the books. Mm-hmm. Um, but he started to go, I wrote these, but like wouldn't have happened without her most of yeah. it. It's a nice thing, nice yeah. touch. Nothing to do with anything. No. Sorry, Sorry, feminism. Yes. Fantasy literature. Go. Hi. Um, so how do you want to do this i don't know it's such a broad topic yeah this is the thing so I, right. i'm thinking about how the uh so it evolved right so yeah. what i mean with that is um uh, what is power what is the coming of age into power mean is it different mm-hmm. from men and uh, women uh yeah why does it have to be not always mm-hmm. but sometimes yeah. connected to how they use sexuality yeah and uh, uh, so because well, it is yeah. an added layer on top of yeah. it right so um, um, one of my favorite books mm. um, because the character portrayals are so amazing is uh, Kushiel's Dart about Fedre um, and the problem with those is it's an amazing spy mm. fantasy novel. Yeah. But it's also bondage and sado. So it's kind of really hard. It's annoying as fuck. Yeah, Terry Goodkind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah. That part I'm not a huge fan yeah. of. Um, and he explains it connected to yeah. some god powers and whatever. 
but it, the spine novels are so good that's the main that's the only yeah, yeah. reason I was yeah. into it and I was like this is so good yeah. and um, uh, the endurance of that um, suffering and then to be able to be the best spy yeah and whatever it's it was amazing it's very 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 well written um, but yeah there's an added layer of why does it always have to be mm. brought in yeah but then at the other end of the spectrum you have um, uh, Elizabeth Moon yeah she doesn't bring it in as much here's the thing with that though but here, her books are good her books are great here's, here's my thing with that uh, upon thinking about this I think um, and I think George R. R. Martin touched on this really well mm-hmm. with a couple of his characters the biggest problem with uh, female characters in fantasy literature mm-hmm. is that they're always portrayed through the male gaze. Yeah. Like, if you if you want to be a strong warrior, yeah. you got to be more male than the male. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But this is why Lord of the Rings does it so well. Because you have four different characters. So you have uh, Cersei. Yeah. Uh, well, Game of Thrones then. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. They yeah. do it great. I, I he does it great. He does yeah. it very well with all those different... Yeah. You have the, the warrior... You have the harlot mm-hmm. and the uh, ruler. Yeah. And then you have uh, him. He does very well, but Brienne of Tarth yeah. is more male, or yes. more manly. But he, he gives one example of all the he does. ones. He does. Great. And that's, yeah. And then uh, yeah. the young girl and the coming of age of that. Mm. And it's, it's yeah. amazing. And you give all the yeah. different examples, basically. Ooh, just a little, little side path a, okay. a tangent if you will okay. um, I was reading this article by um, or an interview with uh, Samuel Tarley mm-hmm. actor can't remember mm-hmm. his name you know from Lord of the Rings or mm-hmm. Game of Thrones you know, me doing now. Yeah. from Game of Thrones you know he played yeah 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 Samuel Tarley that's what yeah. he played um, and he's given this thing and somebody had asked him the question mm-hmm. um, you do all these things why are you still so fat at the end and his answer <laughs> was uh, ooh harking back to the last right? episode yeah so his answer was um you're talking about a book series mm-hmm. where there's dragons, there's wraiths, there's yeah. magic. Okay. You know, and your main thing is that I'm fat at the end of this. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, fair point. But I, then I was also like, mate, like, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Samuel Tarly ain't magic. No. So what are you talking about? Yeah. Did you, you swing his sword enough? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you went adventuring. You should have. You should have lost a couple of pounds. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. was staying at the monastery reading books. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He did not leave that. Anyway, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. I understand where he's coming from. I'm like, yeah. it's a magical world. Mm-hmm. Somebody being fat and then staying fat, not out of the realms. Yeah. But you weren't magic. <laughs> so, no. Maybe he was sneaking away more than we are portraying. Yeah. In the yeah, books. and I know genetics and stuff, and some people are yeah, more definitely. predisposed, whatever. Yeah. But also, if you're starved for a length of time, if you live under border and have to chop wood and yeah, tend to the horses, yeah. you're gonna get some muscle. Like you some might muscle. still be big, but you're gonna get you'll be strong. big, but you'll be you'll slim down a little bit. Yeah. So I was like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> no. You're an actor. You're yeah. not actually doing these things. Yeah, I I appreciate what you're saying, but no, yeah. no, no, no. Anyway. It's fine. It's fine. What are we talking about? Are we talking about something? Uh, yeah, the thing we know the best. Women. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Game of Thrones, though. Yeah. Completely agree. Yeah, he has them all. Yeah. You know, he's the femme fatale. Yeah. He has the... He, he does, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Some of my... Gra- like... 
Okay, let's go through the characters. So Sansa. Sansa. Cersei. Yep. Brienne. Yep. Arya. Arya. Yeah. So and then um, so femme fatale Sansa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Wait, still, I had a wee thing here where I was okay. like, um, "This is how you can generally um, okay. every woman okay. in fantasy. This is generally what they are. Yeah. You have the plucky princess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have the evil stepmother. Okay. And I'm talking generics. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. you have the tortured waif. Yeah. You have the not so innocent rogue. Okay. You have the woman warrior, yeah. and you have the femme fatale. This is true for every. Look, we did an episode about. I know, I know, but I was because we're talking women specifically. Okay, yeah. I thought like generally yeah. women come in these pigeonholes. So that's not interesting. The interesting part is how they evolve from these things. But they haven't. Well, a good writer do, and that's what you see in uh, these books. I I never really seen it. Like, my biggest problem... Uh, I, I can't remember if I literally just said this. Uh, my biggest problem is... Yeah, I did. Uh, the male gaze. Okay. Like, even female authors do the same thing. Yeah. They sometimes go opposite. There's a... Um, what's her name? Uh, I had this written down. Sorry. I want to say Catherine Miller, but I don't think it was. Okay. I'll come back to it. Yeah. Uh, she started off writing really well. Mm-hmm. Like, female characters were great. Yep. And then she started the series... And every female character mm-hmm. became so unlikable and waspish. Okay. They all did. Yeah. Um, and I wish it was like it was just me, fine. But like mm. this is what the threads were full of. Just she went the other way. She was like, nah. Is this why there's very few um, books who turn it on its head? So you have um, with the matriarchal societies and stuff. Mm. Uh, so you have Egalia's daughters. Mm. You have the cleft, mm. and maybe. 10 more, whatever, but it's not that many mm. that gives uh, rewrite society from the, uh, the female perspective, right? Yeah, um, yeah, but also... Because it's dystopian all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they like to think it's utopian, but they, I, I always go back to Wonder Woman, okay. Themyscira. Yeah, she's cool. Right? Themyscira, when you see it in the movies, it's like... So I, di- I dress better? Well, Themyscira, idyllic, you know, this is a paradise. It's all just women. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at us, we're doing great. Mm-hmm. What the movies leave out, and the comics touch upon every now and again, mm-hmm. is the slave labor that made that possible. Well... That was built on the back of slaves who are still about. So, <laughs> saying, not quite a utopia. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, uh, do you know the problem is with this? It's such a broad topic. Yeah. Like, and that, that's my problem. Okay, so... Do you have any um, character arcs that you like? Yeah, I've got some, but can I? Can I oh, mm-hmm. again, nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but I thought this thing. So when you think strong females, yeah. and the biggest problem is to be a strong female. You look at Margaret Thatcher, for instance. They've always felt that they've got to be more male than the males. Like that's the strength for them, well, and that's my problem. It's they okay. see it through our metric, so it's like. To be a strong woman, mm-hmm. you've got to be more male than the males. Well, you've got to be more emotional uh, than the males. I understand it, but I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I genuinely don't know what, in literature anyway, um, a strong female is. Okay. I don't mean physically. I don't I, know. I would argue the New Zealand Prime Minister is a strong female. No, but I, I meant in fantasy literature. Yeah, yeah. But, so, I think... One of the strongest... No, I want to keep going on this. Mm. One of the strongest things she did was she led New Zealand mm. well, yeah. handled COVID well, yeah. uh, had a baby during her yeah. presidency, mm-hmm. 
and then like to see said, a man do that yeah but Sen did the tough choice to go no I'm done uh, have a nice day I'm quitting I'm gonna tend to my baby I think that choice is so hard to do when you're at the top of your game yeah that that was a strong inspiration it's very strong because she knew what was coming on the back of that yeah I know. and her the like guy who results. might succeed her was very I, I liked his speech where he was like a lot of people are going to say this mm-hmm. like oh it's just a woman can't handle it but no 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 because then if that's the argument what did uh, Pope Ratzinger do <laughs> when he gave no he was Pope and he yeah, was like oh I'm this done. is too much yeah. I'm out I'm out <laughs> so no it's a, it's a yeah that's but fair. also I hated that guy but he was sick and travelled a lot Ratzinger yeah he's also probably a Nazi it's yeah, Nazi sympathizer probably he was, but was he forced to be? That's the question. Oh, also, he looks evil as fuck. So. He, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Imagine, like, okay, we're getting up there in age. Imagine if we get those faces when we get old. Like that, he looks like he's a Nazi evil Mengele type person. Yeah, have you seen earlier photos of him though? No. Like, he's always kind of looked like that. Okay, so we're safe. When you get old, like, you don't change that much from how you look. Right now, some do. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Mm. Not like it, it maybe felt work, but like you generally look the yeah. same, but older. Yeah, okay. that's the way it goes. Yeah. So no Ratzinger face for me. May like you kind of have one right now. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> Mate, I wouldn't trust any Jews around you. Uh, too much. Yeah. 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 Gotta stop doing that. Damn it! I think I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, women in literature. Okay, come on. Yeah, yeah. Joe, yeah. hell with this. Yeah. Did you know sci-fi was invented by a woman? Okay, why? Who? Mary Shelley, Frankenstein. Okay. Invented by a woman. Okay. Uh, oh, didn't you love... This is I. This is my favorite news story from age. Oh, I have another news story, but I'll get onto that after this. <laughs> Freaking too many things. You can't stick to this topic. I can't, <laughs> man. I, I have too many things in my head. Yeah, okay. I have to get everything out, but uh, I don't know how to do it in a constructive way. Get it out. Um, oh, Hunger Games don't Girl. Don't get it out. Hunger Games Girl. What's her name? I have no idea. Hunger Games Katniss. Girl. Katniss. Yeah, but no, but the actor. Jennifer okay. Lawrence, okay, yeah. when she came out and said, I'm the first... Oh, that's ridiculous. Wasn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what did she say? She said... She said, um, I'm the first sci-fi lead, female lead or something. It's still ridiculous. Oh. It was amazing. Because, I mean, obviously... Um, she hasn't read anything? Sigourney Weaver came out and was yeah. like, oh, thanks very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> you lunatic. Sci-fi has so many, though. Yeah. Like, okay... But that's how we get into sci-fi. This is my fault. No, no, that. no, no, no. Okay, we haven't. Uh, Louise Banks Arrival, Olivia Dunham Fringe, Number Six Battlestar Galactica. Uh, oh no! Uhura, you, Star you, Trek. You cannot have Number Six of in Battlestar Galactica. No, you can't. Dude, she's a manipulator. She's yeah. powerful. Who lit? Who used her vagina for everything? The second you're using sex for whatever, are you not? Yeah, but Femme Fatale, you said it before. It's uh, These were tropes. Okay, Catherine, Catherine Janeway. Oh, no I'll vagina g- has been used over there. No, I'll give you Janeway. Yeah. I'm, 100% I'll give you Janeway. Scully. Eh, she didn't use her sexuality. And also, Sarah Connor. Like, my problem with Scully is... like Starbuck. Can I finish? No, I'm my, upset now. My, my problem with Scully... <laughs> And like, big Gillian Anderson fan. My problem with Scully is, mm-hmm. 
what the fuck do you need to see before you go yeah how many right? yeah that's ridiculous like, like i'm sorry like yeah. i'm skeptical as shit i <laughs> if i saw what scully saw i'm coming out and i'm going yeah no nah, maldi right yeah yeah done yeah Let's go. government Let's do conspiracy this. probably aliens yeah 100 yeah. percent. i wouldn't go mother no it's it's like no. season after season yeah, so <laughs> fuck off one season in yep yeah. done which <laughs> is very hard man nah what no nah Starbuck on the other hand no yeah Starbuck the angel do you want to get into Battlestar Galactica Oof, I love that show I'll, I'll go, I'll go into Battlestar Galactica right now so. I love that show I love that mm-hmm. up until the final season still worth it then that season go fuck itself like what and also, yeah. uh, Captain Adama, and yeah. who was the president? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the dark haired dude. I don't know. No, the woman. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. right. I am. Um, right. Like Adama. Right? Fucking Starbuck believed them yeah. when they were spouting nonsense about bullshit. Right. Starbuck comes to them and goes, Oh, I might be an angel or whatever, or mm. whatever. And they put her in the thing and go, I'm not believing you because that's ridiculous. What about all of this isn't ridiculous? Fuck you guys. And then what are they? Are they proto humans? Did they start the human civilization? Is that what's all about? And how does that make sense, Liv? Because they were talking about Greek mythology. All the planets are based on Greek mythology, right? But how does that make sense? Because Greek mythology didn't come around for thousands of years later. How does it make sense, Liv? Well, maybe they invented it. No. I don't know, man. How does it make sense? <laughs> it doesn't, but... None of it makes it sense. It doesn't have to. It, yes, a, yes, it does. There is a suspense of belief somewhere no, in there. No, no, I'm you sorry. You stuck on one point, really. No, you... That show... A show, lot of points. That show was amazing. Started amazing. I'll give you that, man. I love that show. That started amazing. Yeah, I can and then just went. Last, but that's, that's true for a lot you of you got to stick the landing, man. Uh, Look at... you got to stick the landing. Lost. Right, fuck Lost. Uh, okay, Lost was like good for two seasons. Like, fuck Lost. Like, if Lost had stuck the landing and not done bullshit, whatever the fuck that was. That was like five seasons yeah, of bullshit. Yeah, but if yeah. they'd stuck the landing, yeah. great. I don't even like, think I finished it. Like, that, that's a good payoff. Yeah. You gotta stick the landing. Otherwise, it's like you're kicking somebody when they're down. Are we allowed to say Hermione? No, you, well, no, because that's not how you say it. It's no, Hermione. Whatever. Uh, oh, you can say Hermione, but yeah, it's but wrong. It's apparently taboo to talk about Harry Potter these days. Why? What? Because the author. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. If you're listening to Michael Jackson, yeah. and you have a problem with J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go fuck yourself. Quite. That, that's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. No. Somebody who, like, right, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's it's just like been heavy handed with everything said some stupid stuff yeah. her books are great yeah. I love the books yeah. right and if, in those books yeah. there is nothing of it so whatever no. she said after doesn't really like my, my favorite uh, thing is um, you know the uh, Herbalife no not Herbalife uh, Aloe Vera sales pyramid scheme no okay. oh no yeah no. okay one of their sales pitch yeah. is that they have a Nobel Prize winner that speaks for their product. Okay, cool. Yeah. But he got a Nobel Peace Prize. In, no, he got a Nobel Prize in totally different field. Is it Barack Obama? No, it's not, it's not a Peace Prize. Yeah. It's a, I don't know what it was. But, yeah. Um, it's a totally different field. And 20 years later, he now is talking about this and then bringing that into yeah, it. Okay. So it doesn't really matter. He did a good thing here. Yeah. 
He's not connected to that though. He can't bring that in. And she wrote good books here. Yeah. In those books, there's no examples of yeah. the new. Yeah. So why should you discredit the work? I think it it depends what you did in the interim. Yeah, and how much? Like, because yeah. Gary Glitter's music was banging, but then Ooh, yeah, okay. he raped children and yeah. did horrendous stuff. Yeah. So no. Yeah. There's a level. There's yeah. Definitely. J.K. Rowling, great books. Yeah. Mishandled the whole trans thing. Yep. Yep. Still love the books. Yeah. Michael Jackson, great music. Mm-hmm. Probably touched children. Yes. Still, I, 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 I can still listen to his music because I, he's not R. Kelly. R. Kelly, I refuse to listen to. Right. I, I find Michael Jackson really problematic, man. Yeah, it is a... Yeah. Um, Woody Allen. Yeah, I don't watch his movies. I never go to cinema. To I, I never really liked his movies. I don't like him. If I but, watch a movie from him, I yeah. pirate it. Right. No, you don't. No, no, I don't. Yeah. You I would. I would want to. Hypothetically. Maybe. But, you know, <laughs> probably touch his kids. That, that Not even his kids. Ridiculous. Yeah, his adopted daughter uh, yeah. is now his wife. Yeah, uh, like that's not okay. I watched this uh, TikTok thing the other day, mm-hmm. and it was about partners asking her things and getting them. Ooh, do you know you're not allowed to watch? Um, uh, what's it called now? Uh, not if you don't come up with a name. Oh God, Gangs in New York. Why? The main actor. Who? Uh, it always changes girlfriends at 20. Oh, Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, DiCaprio. Because yeah. his new one is 19 and he's getting older and older and older and just keep doing it. Well, it's still legal. Like, if she I was know. 15, then yeah, problematic. I know, but, but at what point is it so weird that you're like. Nah, I, I think that. as long as no laws have been broken. Yeah. You know, it's those, just not nice, but fair enough. I don't care. Yeah. Those laws have been changing over time. Yeah the age uh, and it's yeah. different in different countries yeah. but yeah it's, he should uh, probably pick one <laughs> it's hard as long as that's legal like yeah it's it hard it's hard yeah so mm-hmm. there was this thing on TikTok recently mm-hmm. um, I don't have TikTok I saw it on probably Instagram but it was like um, girlfriends asking their boyfriends like okay. word association so they would go um, LeBron James yeah uh, Spencer yeah I don't know why I said Spencer. Kelly, it doesn't matter. Um, Travis. Scott? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mia. Farrow? Right. So this is the thing. Yeah. So you know the porn star Mia Khalifa? Uh-huh. Yeah. So they were doing this every time, and then the end one would be Mia, uh-huh. and the boyfriends would go, Khalifa, and they go, ah, fuck you, Jesus, bullshit. But every time they went Mia, like I know Mia Khalifa, but every time they went Mia, I'd go Mia Farrow. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Don't know any Mia's basically. Like, well, you know who famous. Mia Khalifa is. Yeah, but I, I yeah. don't think I watched many of those. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> pretty sure. No, that's, no, no, that's no, fine, mate. This isn't a gotcha. I'm no, just no, it's not saying this. Maybe for you, but this, it's not for me. this is an age thing. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's like every time they did it. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I, I watched also, multiple of them, but every time they went Mia, in my head, I'd go Pharaoh. Yeah. Even if I said uh, Khalifa, yeah. I would have gone, hmm? Yeah. So what? But it was all about, it was more an age thing. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I, I just found it very funny. Uh-huh. Like, like Mia, and then they were like, Khalifa, no, damn, no, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. And the girl said, oh, my God, you're the worst. And it, it was horrendous. Yeah. What? I, I, it was a TikTok thing. Yeah. I'm sure it was all staged. I think TikTok is shit, and you should get 
better you're better than that i don't watch tiktok i, I watch reels do. on instagram mm-hmm. from tiktok mm. i downloaded tiktok once I think because i lost some respect for you right now starbucks though <laughs> can't stand starbucks okay, anyway starbucks another one actually if we're talking um mm-hmm. Starbuck was more male than the males in the show. That is true. And yeah. that was her. That was how she showed power. Yeah. Which is harkens back to the feminism thing, which is like. Yeah, but what is power, and uh, how how do you portray portray it? And not only, but it's more than that. Like she was. No. Like not only like the endurance and stuff. Like no, she drank things. more. She yeah. fought better, and yeah. it's like those are okay male Same aspects of her. Those are male aspects of power. Yeah. Janeway's perfect example. Like yeah. perfect. Like except she it, might be too much of a mother. No, if anything, the other way She's around. Using that she theory. left her alien babies yeah, okay. on a planet. Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. Cisco ain't doing that. Yeah. She left. Yeah. Her and uh, Jacote had alien babies, like <laughs> salamander babies, yeah, yeah. and then they just went. Bye yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Jean Luc ain't doing that. No, yeah, yeah. True. Um, I just. Mm-hmm. My problem with female strength in fantasy mm-hmm. is that it's always aligned with what we think of as male strength. And they got to be more. Have you ever read Preacher, the comic book series? Yeah, up until that point. Right. Yeah. There's, a good, there's a good couple of panels where it's like um, the, the main bad guy's going through training mm-hmm. for like German uh, special forces. Okay. And he goes on to a thing and they're asked a question and it's like, um, how did you mess up? And he was like, well, I took out everybody. He's like, no, you didn't take out the woman first. And the guy was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, for that woman to get to a parable level with a, on a par with ma- oh, male, okay. yeah, she's, she's had be to better. work harder. She's got to be yeah. better and all of this. And yeah. I'm like, is that what it is? But then I don't know what a female... Pure, pure G.I. Jane now? No, I'm just... No, that's the same sort of thing. That's the yeah. problem. Because she's got to be more male than the males. Yeah. Like, what is female power? If you remove the male aspect of it. So that's the thing. Uh, what is female power? In a fantasy setting, there's yeah. not that many ways to go, right? You have, no. you have magic, you have yeah. kingdom uh, or queendom, whatever. Uh, one of my favorite stories is uh, Mara leading the Raymond A. Feist, uh, Rift Wars. Akome. Yeah. Akome, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to get onto that. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. It, it was so good that it colored me and my belief. And that's why... When feminism became yeah. big in Sweden, yeah. I went, yeah. I, yeah, I've seen how good it can be. She can be yeah. a leader of nations. Marvel, Coma, Kellerman, hundred percent, fantastic portrayal. Problem with that mate is why she didn't do that for herself. Well, it doesn't matter. She did that for her son. Yeah. Well, who who became emperor? Yes. She didn't. No. Well, but she did lead. She let, but she didn't become emperor, man. Yeah. Well, still, the portrayal. But can you answer my question though? What? What is female power? When you remove the male aspect. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the like thing. what's so the society, metric? So society is built on power. Yeah. And sadly, violence is connected to mm. that, I would say. Yeah. And, um, this, maybe that this makes, is why we needed a female on this podcast. Maybe, you think? Yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. Like in a fantasy situation, yeah. I don't know what female power is. So if you don't have magic, and yeah. you don't... You could be the wizard behind the throne or something like right. like, but there is only so many plausible ways that you can control power no. in a fancy setting, right? 
So all I, of them... I understand power, mate. I know, yeah, I know yeah. what that means. Yeah, of course. I mean, every time you see a strong female mm-hmm. in fantasy... But is it different from a male? F- well, no, but that, that's what I mean. It's like... The, but, but is female power different to male? No, it doesn't Like, in, in everyday life. It used to be, I think, yeah. because they had to do better. Yeah. But I don't think it is anymore. But I look at Maggie Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Like, may she burn, but I look at Maggie Thatcher, and I'm... Merkel, then. Or, or Merkel. Yeah. Well, no, Maggie Thatcher's a better case example, because she was a woman. Oh, yeah, she is a woman. Or Are dead, sure? no, no. But, like, <laughs> she changed the way she spoke. She okay. changed the way she walked and did everything to be more male. Yeah. And I look at that and I'm like, power for her was to be more manly. And how 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 does that align with uh, female empowerment? Isn't it where just in that order you're for in the room alone and all of these fucking guys are annoying? No, that that's great. And like you have she, to kind of uh, adapt. But she achieved that power by being more male. And that's the same thing with yeah, fantasy literature. I think that's a fine price to pay if you then can add your no, spin to it. I understand that, man. If you don't get into the room, if you're not yeah. at the table talking, yeah. you won't have any say. Yeah. And I, I, I came to think about the Merkel thing. When, yeah. Was it uh, the France? French president went mm. and did some neck yeah. thing. I was like, what, what you doing? Yeah. You would never do that to... A dude, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Another leader of a country. I just, uh, yeah. I, I just wish, yeah, we should have got a woman for this. We messed up. Yeah. We don't know any women, though. That's the thing. Because we read fantasy that you're Yeah, words. that's probably true. Yeah. Is that why I, we don't meet no women? One day I'll have sex. Yeah, one day. But, can you understand what I mean? Okay. It's like every metric yeah. for power mm-hmm. is a male metric. And when you're in fantasy literature... society is built on violence and these... I understand you. Yes. So what is... But what's the female equivalent? Yeah, but that's that's why I was brought up the uh, utopian side of it when you switch it around. Yeah. Uh, there's not that many of those stories that are well known. Mm. And I think it's kind of... Because you can come down to the same basic principles. Mm. Society is built on power. Society is built on community yeah. and small elites yeah. using power to get their way or slaves mm. or whatever. And that is true. It doesn't matter if it is. So yeah. the story doesn't become interesting enough if you flip it around unless there's a twist to it or something happens. Or is the problem that most fantasy literature is based in some way upon our society as it is? So it is yeah, a male-dominant yeah, yeah. society. Yeah, really so, hard to write. Like the outliers, like you do get some, like Ursula Le Guin did one where sex wasn't a thing, or whatever, yeah. and it's held up. I don't know, you end up. I think you have maybe more of these things in sci-fi yeah. because it's, it's such a leap. Yeah, but in fantasy podcasts hmm. about, <laughs> is that the problem? Maybe. That even in a fantasy setting, it's generally it. based on like a medieval whatever, yeah. and that's still male-dominated. So they've got a work within that structure. We're trying to... So it's very hard. The new age of fantasy is breaking that up. You have mm. Asian... Mm. It's, it's not always Greco-Roman. But you, but you, you go... A- I know, but you go Asian. You yeah. go South American. You do... Whatever. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. It's still male-dominated. Yes. Like, in our... In our... Like, there's been no... Every empire has been male-dominated. Like, our whole... Like, it is. Am I wrong? Cleopatra? 
<laughs> Sorry? Cleopatra, maybe? Who was subservient to Julius Caesar yeah, and yeah, had to whore herself out to a Roman emperor who was a man in order to regain her throne from her younger brother? Yeah. And ultimately play. ended up having to kill herself? Well, and then yeah. ditched Caesar and got a better one. Yeah. Cleopatra's a very bad example, man. I don't know. I'll bring up the game well, though. Um, Elizabeth I. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So. Also problematic. Problematic because, you know, it's never our kids. Also, um, apparently, uh, sorry, I have this written down because it was an amazing story. Uh, who was it? Bram Stoker. Mm-hmm. So Bram Stoker once uh, visited this village in England okay. called Bisley. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in Bisley, they have this annual tradition of burning a, uh, no, not burning, um, having a parade with that's a huge difference I know (laughs) (laughs) you know we're burning at the end of it but they have this uh, tradition where they have a parade where they have Elizabeth the first at the head of it but Elizabeth the first is always played by a boy and here's why that's where it gets interesting (laughs) so apparently there was this whole thing where um, and historians have looked at this and there's been a couple of books written on it whereby they thought was Elizabeth the first a man here's why so there's anecdotal evidence whereby, because she went to stay near Bisley okay. uh, when she was a kid, mm. and there's anecdotal evidence where she died okay. her, under the care of her nurse, who's yeah. from that area. And her nurse was like, I'm going to die. Like, they're going to kill me for this. So she tried to find a lookalike, okay. but the closest lookalike was a small boy. <laughs> so the villagers, whatever, they dressed the boy up as Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Yeah. Luckily, when the king rocked up he was like oh hey and obviously you know back in the day they weren't that close whatever yeah. so they just passed it off they just passed it off so Queen Elizabeth the first didn't have any kids uh, I know I know yeah, mate. Yeah. you can't prove it it's no. all anecdotal yeah, and yeah. like this thing yeah. and it comes from Bram Stoker going to Bisley yeah and right? it's an old but like never had thing never had kids yeah. never got married and all of this and had the famous you know like um, I'll be more male than the men or whatever yeah. you know and all of this Sure. Like and it's crazy and like probably not true, but it's <laughs> no. just a, it's a funny little anecdote, where maybe yeah maybe like there was a pope who was a man yeah. or a woman yeah, sorry yeah. sorry well, obviously there's a pope who's a man quite those a few. popes have some weird stories man there's a lot of weird stories the the pope thing like Jesus Christ yeah. like Catholicism Catholicism just as a whole religion like the fir- it's like- ridiculous oh Pope Innocent the First, only killed 20,000 people. Like, mm. what? <laughs> Innocent? Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, isn't that crazy? Well, yeah. the first. Yeah. I'm not saying it's true, but it's just like there's so much anecdotal evidence okay. and nobody ever spoke about it because they knew the king had killed them all. Yeah. So they kept it a secret and it just kept going. Isn't that insane? If it's true, which I doubt. Like, very of course doubt. it's not true. Come on. Yeah. But like, there's a little soup song. Maybe it is. It sounds like a... a, a the student, oh, I need a spin on my essay. Let's go. Or it sounds like a misogynist, the greatest queen that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. England ever had was a man. Exactly. You know, it's that kind of thing. Uh, quick question. So, favorite female characters? Okay. Uh, Rift War Saga, 100%. Who? Mara. Mara. Yeah. The coma, yeah. Uh, Do you also like Miranda? I love Miranda. I don't remember. I need to reread those, actually. Sorceress. Yeah. Married Pug in the end. Yeah, but Pug After was such a dominating what? aspect of that. No, Miranda was his equal. That's why they... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fuck, they were good books. 
those three like that those three books yeah. genuinely I think are three of the best books in fantasy yeah yeah and yeah. wouldn't be impossible without a woman Jenny Wirtz that who wrote true. co-authored it yeah yeah uh, okay favorite favorite yeah uh, don't know actually let me think about it what's yours uh, so um, genuinely and it's annoying because oh. initially but I think it's just in Mistborn? No. No? I have a, I'm having a real a real crisis with okay. uh, Brandon Sanderson right now, man. Why? Because they're all samey? All samey, but there's a reason why they're all samey, because it's all in the same universe. Yeah. And it's going, it's just, no, I had this realization. No Sorry? No Minagata. Fuck off. Dude. Are you serious? Yeah, she's so hot. Wait, who? In the, act, the actor. <laughs> the wheels of... Time. No, no, no. Uh, expense. That's sci-fi. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just like her because she's like your woman from uh, Babylon Five. Maybe. Yeah, like literally the same person. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, so Branson, you'll know this, and people who have listened to previous podcasts know this. Massive fan of Brandon Sanders. Yeah. Massive. I had this realization. I think it was like two two podcasts ago, where I was like, he's too quippy. Quippy, what do you mean by quippy? He's he, too irreverent, too Joss Whedon, just too... He's just too quippy. I'm, I'm not loving it. And like, it's characters now. Yeah. I'm like, everything's great, everything's great, but it, it's too... Tongue-in-cheek? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm not feeling him right now. Okay. Really not feeling him. I haven't read much. That's the thing. That, I, that's one of the authors I've read. Yeah. I've only read the Mistborn series. Okay. Uh, Monza Mercato from Best Served Cold from Joe Abercrombie. Okay. Amazing arc. Mm-hmm. Terrible arc, but also amazing. Uh, big fan. Big fan. Um, Probably had sex with her brother. Well, Gen- I'm not saying that's Jennifer? deal breaker for me. Jennifer? Sorry? You mean Jennifer? Yeah. From? Witcher? Badass sources. But I do like Pope. But here, here's the thing, and I, th- I feel like this is like the nerds um, werewolf vampire thing from Twilight. Mm. What are they called? The I two camps? Know. I don't know. I don't glittery care. and not glittery. I watched the first yeah. film and that. It's <laughs> awful. Uh, I'm a Triss fan. Okay, yeah. I'm a Triss fan. Yeah. Also, I don't really like those books. The books are bad. So Love the games. Yeah. Big fan of the TV show, not the Blood mm. Oranges. I like the books better than the TV show. I love Henry Cavill, mate. <laughs> but apparently he likes young women. Not like illegal young, but like mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio young. Somebody told me this because I always I thought no he went out with Gal Gadot for some reason, but no. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Arya Stark? Yeah, yeah. I you, oh, you constantly want more of that story arc. When you, you, when do. you read the books, you go, oh, what did you change characters again I want to know what happens but the more the problem with Arya Stark is great 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 yeah. the most interesting woman is Sansa like her arc is better unbelievable also annoying yeah, that's the whole point like yeah, in the I beginning know. the worst yeah. like literally the worst and that's the brilliance of George R. R. Martin like, yeah, yeah. Hit that arc beautiful 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 uh, Rin Poppy War don't know it. I, I haven't read Puppy War. Okay. So. It's uh, okay. Yeah. It's oh, good. Oh, good. Good. No, no, but it's good. And it's yeah. uh, um, 
strong, stubborn, mm-hmm. wins over any. Um, I'm a big fan of Miranda from Reforce Saga. Ooh, okay. big problem here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think in the last podcast, <gasps> Paxinavion. Ah, oh, yeah, Come on. great, yeah. great. But what is she a woman? Ah, come on! Literally sexless in the thing, man. Like written Doesn't, as a sexless so, character. Yeah, no, you don't have to add that level of dimension to make a good character. But then you could just literally go like they have to have some sort of feminine trait. You know what I mean? Like they have to be a woman. Yeah, but she is. Yeah, like biologically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like nothing about her character. I think there's like a. Uh, there's a. In the beginning, it is like, uh, where do I? Yeah, and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like her whole thing is, she's asexual. Nah, I, I guess it still counts. Yeah. Well, she is like literally, she has no interest in men or women. Yeah, that's yeah. one of her defining traits. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Miranda, Reforce Saga. Yeah. Massive fan, massive fan. Um, John, I didn't actually give it much thought about favorite film. Uh, any of the witches in Terry Pratchett. Yeah. But specifically Nanny Og. Yeah, Nanny Og, definitely. On Terry Pratchett, mm-hmm. can you name me a better author for female empowerment? Than Terry Pratchett? Yeah. Uh, like, that man was ahead of his time for just giving women the truth. No, like, Terry Pratchett is... Females are just females. Like, do you know who would... Uh, yeah, I guess. Who, who's passing the Bechtel test? Terry Pratchett or George R. R. Martin? Yeah, okay, but I don't agree with that test-ish. It's it's a fun thought experiment, yeah, yeah. and it's nice that it's yeah. bringing things to light. Yeah. But it's... Who's passing that test for us? So it's Terry Pratchett, man. Yeah, okay, maybe. Like, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so explain the test for people who don't know. Uh, two women having a conversation that doesn't involve a man. Yeah. Literally, it. that's it. And it's yeah. for movies, for books, for anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, Terry Pratchett, man. Yeah. Like, it is Witcher Saga equal rights for God's sake. Yeah. Listen, he's man. Okay. Let's make him a weak kiss because he's yeah. <laughs> Anybody else? Don't know. Fedre uh, from uh, that uh, spy novel thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hermione Fedre from Fedre Trilogy so but yeah it's um, uh, Hermione yeah I guess yeah yeah uh, Lyra The Dark Materials maybe I those books man like I, I remember specifically when a friend of mine was like oh you love you love fantasy read these books and I was like alright I'll read these books mm-hmm. Read those we books. Too old, I think. Maybe, but man, Jesus Christ! Like they would, Lewis Carroll would turn around to them and go, "Lads, maybe dial down the religious overtones." Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like Christ. Yeah, grand, grand. Like, yeah, don't disagree. No. Those books I find very problematic, and I don't like them. Uh, Nona Gray. Who? Uh, Book of the Ancestors. Don't think I know it. Uh, um, uh, Greenbone Saga? No. Not ringing the bell. Can't chew horn. Oh, mm-hmm. so I was going to say this about you. So last week I was on harping on about KJ Parker. Yeah. Favorite authors. 
There's not that many. Every lead is a man. Yeah. Very few. He's like the Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Yeah. Like the women are always the problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But hmm. that's it. Man, uh, we literally haven't touched on feminism or what no, anything at all. about anything. rambling on like random things. Yeah, I did a lot of research for this. I know yeah. it doesn't sound like it, but I read into this. I, I think fundamentally, uh, fantasy literature mm-hmm. was like a forerunner yep. for feminism yeah. in literature, not just literature, but like the world as a whole. Yeah. It's got and like sci-fi as well. Like we haven't even touched sci-fi. No. Sci-fi is crazy and it's populated women and like. You want to talk female uh, empowerment? Like some of the pillars of female of literature are female. Yeah. Of fantasy literature are female. More so than I would say in any other category. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah. Like the pillars. You, you look at um, Anne McCaffrey, Robin Hobb, Marion Zimmer Bradley. Like Titans. You yeah. like Tolkien's there. Like yeah, yeah. fuck Tolkien, but Tolkien's there. Like yeah. Or Burroughs or Howard or whatever. They're there, but like just beneath that. I, on parallel with any male writer you can think of, mm-hmm. it's females. I think the only uh, reason is the mystery, uh, detective novels that that started to be like a lot of those are women. These but like days. now, yeah. Now. But I, I'm talking like before all of this. Yeah, of course, before all this fantasy yeah. sci-fi, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah. I can't think of another industry, maybe porn, where women have had like <laughs> yeah, female porn stars get paid more than male. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I I can't think of anything. Yeah. I had a whole list, and my problem with my list was that I just kept adding people because there were so many. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here, here's the list I had. Okay. Um. Like, if you get rid of Tolkien, you get rid of George R. R. Martin, mm-hmm. which I would say are the two people, uh, other folks in the world associate with fantasy literature okay. more yeah. than anybody else. Yeah. Like fantasy. George R. R. Martin Tolkien. Yep. Those are the two people. Like, even if you don't read it, those are the two you know. Yeah. Um, they might know uh, Ursula Le Guin, Mercedes Lackey, mm-hmm. you love, Robin Hobb, J.K. Rowling, yep. as much, whatever, uh, Susanna Clarke, um, Marion Zimmer Bradley, Anne McCaffrey, Margaret Atwood. Yeah. Big Definitely. one, even though, yeah, yeah got problems with that. But, like, Titans. Yeah. Like, and you just don't get it. Um, I have my issues young adult fantasy literature, but, like, the biggest ones... Uh, Harry Potter, yeah. Twilight, Hunger Games. Yeah. Um, I think the Mortal Instruments—they're all women. And yeah. um, you just don't get that in any other field. I don't think. No. Am I wrong? No, I agree. Okay, yeah. good. Um, so I was very worried that I was wrong there. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm rabbiting because I'm okay. getting in there. I'm getting into it. <laughs> you know, this is me when I I go full force. Yeah. My biggest problem, mm-hmm. females in any sort of genre, specifically fantasy or sci-fi, tears. Why? Uh, friend dies. Okay. Man takes it stoically. Woman cries. Every time. Well, so? But that's... That's true no, but that's, in life too. And maybe it harkens back to what I was saying before, what is female empowerment? Yeah, yeah. Letting the tears flow. And the fact that we have a higher suicide rate is the fact that we don't cry. So maybe it's better if we do cry. Yeah. But it's like the woman cries. And it, but it, but it's even like Star Trek Discovery. Okay. I hate that show. Everybody cries. Yeah. Expe- I can't especially watch it Burnham. Because of that. Right. It's ridiculous. We've talked about this. Yeah. Every ad, episode. Ad nauseum. Yeah. She's 
a military leader. Yeah. She's in the military. She's have to do hard choices. Yeah. She's been trained. The whole right? the whole ship is trained yeah. to do okay, we need to sacrifice this yeah. person to save the ship. Yes. Crying. Yeah. No, I have right? to take a break because I'm crying. Yeah. Well no 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 no. This missile's coming right? at the ship now. No, wait, yeah. I'm crying. That's why I can't take that serious yeah. seriously. You've trained in Starfleet. Yeah. Which is a military thing. Like people say it isn't, it is. Do the fucking job, yeah. then cry. cry. Then it would be no problem. Cry in your ready room. Yeah. You don't cry in on on, on the bridge. Exactly. Right? Come on, that's ridiculous. But that's solve the problem first, then deal with it. Sci fi and this is like probably male writers or whatever, sci fi fantasy. Yeah. The female walls cry. The man doesn't cry. I don't know, man. There's a couple of heroes that have been crying. The woman generally cries, the man generally doesn't. He's that's so a problem sexist. for me. That, that's that's <laughs> factual, man. That's what happens. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens. Wait, if you got any more points about feminism and fantasy? No, but I do appreciate the the, and this harkens back to the the evolving nature of it. Mm-hmm. It's um, the genre will be stale if it doesn't change. That's right? true. Yeah. And it's um, very profound, man. Yeah, but it's it's for fifty years. Mm-hmm. Fantasy do not change that much. And now the last 10-15 years has changed way more. It's you open longer up than that, man. Like minorities, you open up uh, LGBTQ. Yeah, whatever. yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. You open up different type of females mm-hmm. in. Uh, and not only that, books are written that wouldn't have been written before. In in like. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, like, because it's such a huge market now. It's popularized. In I way. I get that, but like you talk about um, like modern books. And but Gideon I, the Night have been written ten years, oh, 20 years ago. Well, no, that's because books were generally better back then. Man, that <laughs> book is not good. Like, it's not good. Yeah, but the fact that a publisher would go, yeah, there's some audience here. Right? I, I feel like that's a problem. Like, you talk about, oh, we wouldn't talk, we wouldn't write about that. Fucking the Brave New World and stuff. Yeah. You're talking about that stuff. Sci-fi literally dealt with all this stuff 40 years ago. And, like, people are now are going, oh, we wouldn't have written about this literally sci-fi yeah, fantasy yeah, that's what they were doing mm. trendsetters like 50 years ago yeah. they were writing about this it's just now it's in vogue so they're like oh touching new ground I think the big difference mm. is the people are writing and the color thing color is a big thing yeah whereas is. feminism writing about female issues and whatever mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah I, I disagree with what you're saying what was it Rage of Dragons yeah. yeah, good one. Yeah, very good, very good. But I like I th- I think female issues, feminism, uh, gender, and all of yeah. that. Like literally, sci-fi was doing that fifty years ago. Yeah, but longer actually because more I so now. I I think it's reached the mainstream more now. Yeah, and I think people are cashing in on the fact a lot more now. Yeah, but I think they were doing this before. Would some of those not so good books mm. have sold as well if it didn't have a queer character a black character a Hispanic character whatever I don't know mate I, I cannot answer is that it question uh, is it a twist that makes it sell who knows Leif I'm gonna stop you right there I'm, I'm sick of this subject yeah I'm, okay do you know what quite frankly I'm sick of women <laughs> you know <laughs> okay sure they're, per- they're permeating everything it's very annoying it's almost like they're half the planet probably there's slightly more yeah there's slightly more good for them though bravo <laughs> mate that's feminism and fantasy. We covered nothing. Yeah, we didn't add anything. To we added topic. nothing about it. We didn't solve anything. No. That's okay. You know why? Yeah. What have you been reading? Ah, uh, the boys from Brazil. 
Why does that ring a bell? Ira Levin. Why does that ring a bell? We talked about Ira Levin last okay. last week. IRA Levin, I think it's known. Oh. Yeah. That's where they got the name. Yeah, yeah. of course it is. Yeah. Uh, What's it about? Boys uh, in Brazil? Yeah. Dr. Dr. Joseph Mengele's gather a group of former colleagues. Mengele. Mengele. And try to create a side project from Brazil. Mengele is the, as in the guy who Nazi. does the... Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, and... Uh, and a uh, Nazi hunter, yeah. Ezra, is looking for why Mengele has marked 97 men in their civil servants in their mid, uh, like midlife, like 60, 64 yeah. or something, to be killed. Yeah. And a specific date, on a spe- all over the planet. Okay. And why? I can't tell you. It's a spoiler. Okay. For a book that was... I don't know, released, I don't know, 76. (laughs) How was it? It was good, I liked it. Would you recommend it for me? Definitely. Well, I like everything Ira uh, writes, he's a good writer. IRA. Um, (laughs) Would you recommend it for everybody else? Yeah. Yeah? Look, if you look at his... Bibliography. Yeah, Rosemary's Baby, Boys from the Show, Stepford Wives. Terrible. uh, This Perfect Day that I recommended last for this Christmas episode or whatever. Uh, and I'm going through some of those books because yeah. he, I like the way he writes. All right. It's easy. It's nice. Mm. It's some fun ideas. It's nothing super heavy, but you know. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Lovely. Yeah. What you been reading? Um. So I, I've been switching because I I'm in that sort of lull right. where I can't fixate on anything. That's my next. What? Anthony Ryan, the Pariah. It's the next book I'll be reading. Yeah, okay. The third one comes out this year. Yeah, nice. Yeah, the first two, very good. Nice. Very good. But he, he's a great writer. Yeah. Um, you can't fix it or anything? Why? I, I can't. It's the same like uh, with the PlayStation. Mm. It's like I'm switching between games because mm. I don't really want to get into anything. I yeah. don't, I'm kind of in that sort of... You should play the Harry Potter game. No. No? I, I don't like the look of it, man. It's okay. not my sort of game. So it yeah. looks like uh, Assassin's Creed, basically. Yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll probably give it a go. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I'm switching between the June series, which I'm still working through. Yeah. and But I've been doing that for ages. And KJ Parker just released like a slew of short stories, mm-hmm. which I'm getting through, but it's really annoying me. The brilliance of KJ Parker is, um, we've talked about this, yeah. is like a novel. Yeah. Because loves the detail, well-written, all of this. Like it's like, oh, I love this. Give me more. Yeah. Enjoying this. Short story. It's like it's not enough and it's rushed. Yeah, okay. Like the book I just uh I think it's called like Pull the Wings of Angels. Can you pull a wing? Whatever. Yeah. And like the premise is great. And it's it's all connected. Like all the wee short stories are all connected. It's about okay. the afterlife and all this blah 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 blah. Um and it's it's really nice because it mentions characters that are referenced in other books. How do you remember all those names? Well you don't, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't. But every now and again you're like <gasps> Yeah. Oh, hold on a bit. They okay. were referencing works by this guy, Sartonius. Yeah. And this is the story of Sartonius that okay. we're going through. I don't know if you say it or if that's right. But, so, like, the premise is great. Mm-hmm. And, like, but K.J. Parker could write a trilogy about this. Yeah. And he's condensed it into, like, this short story. It's not enough. Which yeah. it isn't enough because it whets the appetite. And it's, like, the setup is great. And then the end is just, like, oh, it's rushed. And I'm, like, no. I've been reading way like I never used to read short stories mm. at all, ever. Yeah. And then the last maybe five years, yeah, I've been reading 
all those middle books between I think it started with Expanse because Expanse has like a hundred no but that's cool yeah and yeah. it adds to the story like a 2.1 yeah yeah but most of them are not good enough it, out of three yeah. one is interesting two are not that yeah. good right um, but you're you're so invested in the story that yeah. you like take any crumb that you can get right well, honestly, I, I, I feel like that's different Man, okay. I feel like it's different because that, that's generally like you have a trilogy yeah. and then you have a 1.1 or a 2.1. Yeah. Like uh, you were talking about Ryan. Yeah. There, he does it for his Tower Lord series. Oh, okay. And they're all really like a little, a mush like a little, little, little filler. Yeah. Little, and I, I feel like that's different because nice. like you already have the trilogy yeah. or you're working towards trilogy and it's part of that. So it's yeah. like extra chapters. Also, I, I, I hate if I miss it and then don't yeah. read it in the right time. Yeah. So I read book one and two, but I yeah. miss 1.1. Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> So I disagree. Whereas okay. KJ Parker, like this is a new thing and sure it's set in the same world. Okay. But like it's a new thing. Yeah. And he did the same, like it's different, but um, so 16 of Cards, mm. he did this thing where he was like uh, releasing like a couple of chapters at a time. Oh, I hate that. Right? Grand, grand. And like it was good. And when it was all finished, it was like part of a book, but it was very bitsy. Yeah. And it's not the brilliance of KJ Parker. No. So right now I'm loving it, mm. but at the same time I'm like, no, okay. you're annoying me with this. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want this. So I shouldn't read them. You should read them because for for me, Keiji Parker's a phenomenal writer. I phenomenal, yeah. love it, love the language. I, I, I don't know what connects with me with it, but Keiji Parker right now, mm-hmm. number one for me in fantasy literature. Better than Drews. David Gamble for me <laughs> is like a, it's a nostalgic thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I could read all of that all day, every yeah. day, and it's nostalgia. But I, we've talked about this. I know the shortcomings. Yeah. Yeah, but KJ Parker for me is like consummate writing. Love it. It connects with me. Mm-hmm. The way he writes for me, number one in fantasy. Like okay. genuinely, genuinely. Right. I, uh, the Siege, you know, How to Survive a City Siege. Mm. 16 Ways to def- Survive a Siege. Amazing. I think I need to read more fantasy. Well, for a fantasy podcast, that might be an idea, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> But I, I only read sci-fi. I know, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's your shtick. It's your shtick. Yeah. I don't know. What else have I read? I read a couple of stuff like a while ago, but I can't remember anything. I don't know. That's it, mate. That's it. Right. Mate, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Anything not? else to say? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Leif, how can they find us? On the how can they reach us? On the, in the tubes. In the tubes. Man, we're on everything um, at tangentaldiatribe.com. We're on Twitter, we're on Gmail, um, Facebook, wherever you want to reach us. If you want us yeah. to review a book, probably, maybe, might do it. We could talk about books that we've already read. We did get an email back in the day, so we promised we were going to read those books. And we did, we already responded to that. Yeah, but did we read all of those things? I re- maybe it was KJ Parker, I had already read them. Yeah, okay, you cheated. Yeah. No, like, whatever. <laughs> but uh, genuinely, if you want us to review a topic or whatever, um, we might. Can't say we will, but we might. Yeah, yeah. But definitely get back to us. Or just write your favorite book. Yeah. That would be interesting. And we'll rubbish it. Yeah. Yeah, write your favorite Unless book. Unless it's the same books that we yeah. like. <laughs> Even then, screw it, man. You write what your favorite book is and why we should love it. Yeah. And we will rubbish that book and Probably. tell you why you're wrong. Yes. Okay. Um, thank you very much. Uh, as I said... Uh, Patreon, Gmail, everything. It's all at Tangential Diatribe. Um, tangential is spelled A L, not I A L, and that's a legitimate spelling. You can look that up. <laughs> um, but I think that's it. I think that's it. We're, again, we've. Co- Jeez, how the hell have we done 100? 
an hour. I was going to say one hundred and ten minutes. Yeah. An hour and ten minutes. How? We went on tangents. Yeah, tangential diatribe. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you. I've been Ronan V. Uh, for me, goodbye, Leif. Cheers. Have a nice one. Nice. Great. Love it. Goodbye. Thanks.